everyone, and welcome to another episode of Besties Talking About Nothing, the podcast where besties sit around and talk about nothing, which means we talk about everything. Random topics about our lives, dogs, and everything in between. This is going to be a Steven Solo episode. Unfortunately, Kirsten is unable to record this week, but we will have her back next week. So, might not be as fun of an episode, but... I'll try to keep you guys entertained, talk about some topics and stuff like that. So definitely um, hope you guys um, enjoyed the first episode. Definitely was happy to get that out there and get feedback and stuff like that. Did want to kind of do a shout out to my buddy Andrew. Um, wanted to comment on the trailer for Doctor Strange. Talked about the Illuminati. He definitely had some um, good thoughts. He has a feeling that the rumor about Tom Cruise being Iron Man, uh, very Iron Man in the trailer is a big possibility and kind of a meta element for the MCU, which they definitely have been doing different parts of that here and there. And they definitely been toying with fans and been taking opportunities like that. So Definitely um, seems like a possibility, definitely has some good thoughts, but I love the interactions and everything. So Andrew, thank you for listening, and everyone else for listening as well, and giving feedback and all that. Again, you can check us out on Twitter, at um, BestiesNothing is our Twitter handle, and you can also check us out on Instagram or TikTok, at CapJackAttack. You can see fun videos and pictures of Jack and Molly and you can um also see when we post our next episodes and stuff like that as well so anyways thank you for coming back for episode two um one of the first things I kind of want to talk about is an interesting um thing I found out this week so I wanted to talk about q-tips so I remember I was young maybe like four or five you know You learn different behaviors from your parents, you know, learn how to brush your teeth, brush your hair, you know, wash yourself in the bathroom, all that fun stuff. And one of the things I learned from my dad was to clean my ears and learn to clean my ears with a Q-tip. Apparently, that is not how Q-tips are supposed to be. I found out recently. I saw a TikTok video about Q-tips saying that they are not supposed to be used that way. You should not be using Q-tips on your ears. I had someone mention to check the box. So sure enough, I go and open up the drawer in my bathroom and check the box of Q-tips. And sure enough, has many listed reasons on there or uses, you know, for wiping the eye, wiping around the face. Stuff like that. Nowhere in there does it tell you that they're used for your ears. What is up with that? I don't get it. I was basically raised on a lie. I I just, it, it makes no sense. I thought Q-tips were made for cleaning your ears. And they weren't. And not only that, but apparently you're not supposed to use them. Now, I did talk to Kears about this, and she mentioned to me that she knew she wasn't supposed to, but she still used them. But she's always known that they're not meant for your ears. 
That wasn't me. I thought that was their purpose. So, I would like to hear your guys' comments on this. I do need to do a follow-up on this. I am going to have to talk to my dad and find out if he openly lied to me and knew the purpose and told me to use that way or if he was raised that same way that I was and had no clue. I don't know. I guess one of those life's mysteries. But, man, that really threw me for a loop this week. Um, another thing, too, is like kind of a similar aspect of it, like... You know, thinking about things that you think you know the way that they are and they end up not being that way, stuff like that. You know, you hear about the net, um, the Mandela Effect. So for those who don't know what the Mandela Effect is, it's basically where you're, you remember something that happened, but it didn't really happen that way. You remember it completely different. Um, one of the more popular ones, um, they actually had it on the recent um hbo max show peacemaker with john cena the dc show um kind of spin off of suicide squad which is a great show by the way and the finale was fantastic and i love seeing jason momoa um and ezra miller as a little um cameo it was so perfect spoiler sorry but anyways they have on that in one of those episodes they talked about the bearstein bears so, I always thought they were the Berenstein Bears. I remember I used to watch um, videos of them all the time. VHS. Back in the day, when we didn't have DVD players, we had VHS and VHS players. Berenstein Bears. Nope, it's apparently the Berenstein Bears. Always been that way. So, you know, even though in your mind you think you saw Berenstein... Berenstein, it was Berenstain. And so that's what the Mandela effect is, is people actually have this memory that is said Berenstein or Berenstain, Steen, when it's always been Berenstain. And so, you know, there's theories out there that maybe it's a sign of a glitch in the matrix or uh, interloping of different dimensions or different um, timelines. Who knows? Another big one um, for me, I'm adamant on this. Um, Sinbad being in a genie movie. I, I know that was out there. But apparently that never happened. Um, people say that it's confusing with Shaq and Kazam, I think it was. But I, Sinbad was in a movie. I know he was. So maybe it's a memory from an alternate lifetime that I had an al in an alternate universe or variant Steven out there, but I know Sinbad was in a genie movie. Just like I know it was the Berenstein Bears. But there's plenty more on those. You can go into more details, but again, it kind of all comes back to what do we really know? You know what I've really figured out over the years? And this is a philosophy major too. I, I, I studied philosophy Graduated philosophy degree. We know nothing. I know nothing. We all know nothing. I know Kierce would say the same. We really don't know anything. And I think that's the moral of the story. But you know what? It's okay. We keep trying to learn what we can and keep moving on. But man, the brain likes to play tricks on us with that Mandela effect and different things. So again... 
even though I swear Sinbad was a genie in a movie. That never happened. And apparently, Q-tips aren't for your ears. I don't know. Maybe that's also a Mandela effect. Maybe that was something like from a different timeline. Who knows? I, I still need to follow up with my dad. Maybe my dad never taught me to do that. I don't know. But it really makes no sense to me. I feel like I've been lied to my whole life. But, you know, it is what it is. Another topic I kind of want to talk about a little bit before we get into our couple segments is the baseball CBA. Um, for those who don't know, baseball should have reported pitchers and catchers last week, and spring training should have been started. Everyone should have been reported by now, but they are currently in a um, strike holdout um, dealing with a new CBA collective bargaining agreement between the Players Association and Major League Baseball. I'm not really going to get into details on it. It's, you know, boring stuff for non-baseball people. And honestly, it's kind of frustrating just dealing with, you know, we're talking about thousands and, we're not even thousands, millions and millions of dollars, and they can't agree on, you know, a couple thousand here and there, stuff like that. But there's obviously a lot of different things going on. But I got kind of sad because, you know, I really like pitchers and catchers reporting. It's always a big thing. I know me and my dad always talk about it when it happens. And, you know, spring training is always fun to get going and get ready for the baseball season. And right now it looks like we could possibly have a delay. And it's just kind of sad because um, Super Bowl's over. You know, hockey is getting towards the end of the season. We're going to get to the playoffs soon. It'll start ramping up. Go Ducks. Ducks are playing decent right now. So um, hopefully we can do something. But, you know, if this is the point where, you know, get ready for the baseball season. It gets exciting. And don't have that right now. And it's a little disappointing. But hopefully they figure things out soon. Um, it sounds like there's a lot of games being played on both sides, so hopefully something gets figured out and we can get some spring training going and don't miss too much of a season because I definitely want to have my, my baseball, see my Angels, see if maybe a healthy Trout and a healthy Otani and a healthy Rendon can maybe get something done. And also we signed Syndergaard, so a lot of good things there. So hopefully we'll get something going. Last little thing, the All-Star Games, we had the um, Pro Bowl, which is the All-Star Game for football, was pretty boring, um, lots of offense, no defense, they obviously don't want people to get hurt and everything, so it's not really much, and they don't really do a whole lot of skill stuff that's exciting. The NBA, a lot of people didn't like the fact that you know, the dunk contest, three-point contest, kind of lost their excitement over the years. Nothing really new going on with it. And then the, the All-Star game itself is kind of a joke. No defense again. Just people jacking up threes. Seth Curry, or sorry, Steph Curry is amazing. But, like, come on. No one was anywhere near him. He was just taking practice shots. That said... 
the hockey competition, the all-star competitions, and the all-star games. Kind of exciting what they do there. So would like to maybe see something more like that in the future with um, maybe football and basketball, trying to spice it up a little bit. As far as baseball goes, you know what? Everyone really does love the home run derby. It's a fun little thing. Again, I might be a little biased because I am a baseball person, but definitely is fun there. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for the sports, other than excited for AEW March 6th. On, for AEW, they're going to have Revolution, a big pay-per-view, and you can pretty much count on the week after that. I will probably have a segment on here talking about all the different matches and everything. Um, really excited about a lot of stuff going on there, so don't know if you guys are into wrestling or not, but definitely something I've gotten into recently. Thank you, Robert, my brother-in-law. But um, I'm excited for that on March 6th the pay-per-view, so I'll have a lot of different matches to talk about. CM Punk going up against MJF in a dog collar match. We got the, there's going to be a trio um, for the tag team championship. We're going to also see John Moxley go up against Brian Danielson, which Danielson's probably one of my favorite wrestlers right now. So going to be excited to see that. A lot of good things. Chris Jericho, too, going against um, Eddie Kingston. That's going to be a lot of fun. So a lot of things getting announced for that. So really excited for that. So that's my last little sports thing for today. Anyways, um, thank you guys for um, showing up and listening. And we're going to take a quick little break, and then we'll get into um, the next segment. But thank you guys for listening. Again, you can find us on Twitter, at Besties Nothing. And on Instagram and TikTok at CapJackAttack. And we'll be back after a short little break. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is Besties Talking About Nothing. Again, you can follow us on Twitter at BestiesNothing. For the Twitter handle, you can also look up pictures and videos of Jack and Molly at CapJackAttack, both on TikTok and on Instagram. We're going to go ahead and start our next segment. This one's going to be dealing with video game movies. So we did have the pleasure of seeing Uncharted was released this weekend. I was able to go see it. I did enjoy the movie. Um, it's not going to be like one of those masterpiece movies or anything like that, but it had enjoyable action, um, good interactions between the actors, the visuals were amazing, and overall I did enjoy it. So obviously with video game movies, there's a disconnect on what's actually good. A lot of times it turns out that they're not two great things like that so I think the big thing between it is really because video games are like movies that you can like play so obviously like the way that are their special effects are these days and the way they make video games the visuals are close to what movies are so if you go pound for pound, scene for scene, like a video game for a movie, it's just going to be a play out of that video game without the playing part. 
that's where I think it's tough for those video game adaptations. Now, if you can take the concept, appreciate the original adaptation and the new version, I think you can really enjoy what can go through. I mean, again, these arguments always happen when you have books turning into movies, video games, comic books, all those different things. When you have these adaptations into different medias, obviously there's going to be some disconnects. A big example, um, we've obviously had some really not so good video game movies. Um, we had Mario Brothers, the original one, way back when. <laughs> not a very good movie at all. Um, Doom with Dwayne Johnson, that was epically horrible. But there are some decent ones. You know, Resident Evil has made a lot of movies, and they've done pretty well. And they've made a lot of them, so can't be that bad, right? Um, they've had some different aspects to them that has come in and out. Um, I really enjoyed Sonic the Hedgehog that came out recently. I enjoyed Detective Pikachu, both um, made off of video games. I also enjoyed World of Warcraft. That was another one that was, you know, as far as the adaptation of the story, all that stuff, you can get into all of that. Obviously, it's going to be a different World of Warcraft. But, as an enjoyable movie, dealing with fantasy stuff, I enjoyed it. I think that's the big thing where it comes into it. A big one for me was Assassin's Creed. For those who know, one of my favorite video game series of all time is Assassin's Creed. Um, and the movie was not great. Not horrible, but definitely not great. I think they took a good concept. They took the right approach with it. They're just was some disconnects with it. I think that video game though, the way that it's presented where you run through the past and the present through these certain characters, there's an element that the movie's just not going to catch. And I think that's where that disconnect really comes into. Um, you see that with a lot of movies, but I think that was a big one with the Assassin's Creed because it's so well off of that in, I mean, the overall concept of it is that you are living the life through someone else's life. So, obviously, that similar concept is with video games. So movies is going to be a little different. Trying to watch that. Trying to capture that in the movie. is really hard. That said. I did enjoy the movie. It just was not great. Um, so let's talk about Uncharted. Mark Wahlberg. And. Tom Holland. So. You can complain about the casting all you want. Trust me, I had some gripes myself. Um, in the end, Holland as Nathan Drake. Not what you're looking for for a 
grizzled veteran treasure hunter. But the story tried to do the beginning. He's a little younger. You know, it kind of works. As far as Mark Wahlberg playing Sully, he's not the Victor Sullivan of the video games. You just kind of have to accept that. It's a different type of Sully. That said, I thought Wahlberg did well with the part. The back and forth between Holland and Wahlberg were really great. Again, the visuals were fantastic. They included um, different story parts, storytelling um, aspects that they use in the video games. So, like starting the movie with a scene from the middle of the story and then flashing back and stuff like that. Also, um, just the way the scenes panned around, different um, hunting styles to try to get to the next part. Showing all those visuals um, definitely had those aspects from it. So, I talked about Assassin's Creed being one of my favorite video game series of all time. Uncharted is up there as well. What makes Uncharted so wonderful is its storytelling. It immerses you in the game and tells a story while you participate into it. And it just has a great balance with it. Honestly, when you're playing it, you feel like you're watching a movie. And then you're moving the story along with interacting with it. And that's what makes video games great. You can have those different aspects of it. Some of them storylines. Some of it, you know, you just want to grab a gun and just start shooting enemies and stuff like that. Or just do some button pushing. But the full-on cinematic type video game to immerse you in the story and have that balance with the button pushing and achieving objectives and things like that. Naughty Dog did a wonderful job with Uncharted. So trying to adapt that into a movie. I think they made a good attempt. Again... It's not your typical Uncharted. It's not going to be the Zack Nathan Drake, the Stack Sully that you expect from the video games. But I still enjoyed it. It had the essence of what Uncharted is. And that part I just really enjoyed. I also want to point out one of my favorite parts was... There was a little cameo from Nolan North, who is basically a video game voicing legend, but he does voice Nathan Drink in the video games, and he made a nice little cameo appearance in the movie. That was enjoyable to get to see him, just kind of being part of it and stuff. Um, almost had a meta moment in it. But overall, I mean, I enjoyed the movie. I think it's interesting the way that these adaptations can kind of get ridiculed and you kind of have to examine them in a different lens. Um, I was having a conversation with someone the other day that, you know, video games going into movies can be like books 
being adapted into movies in that a video game is like a choose your own adventure book and you have this ability to make the choices to where it goes so obviously when you adapt that into a movie you're taking away those choices that the viewer can make because you're not in the movie like you are in the game so I think with books it's kind of that similar concept you can put yourself in there because you're supplying all the visuals for yourself you can see it however you want to see it you read the words you see the descriptions and you create that world in your head so you can put yourself in there you can really see the things how you want to see them and do them when you go and watch a movie you have to be passive you are accepting what you're seeing and you're following along through the storytelling of what's going on and so you know video games you're actively making decisions you're actively doing quests you're doing missions in books you're actively thinking you're painting the picture in your mind of what you're reading you're creating that world in a movie you are observing what's going on you're still actively in it but you're not doing that creative kind of development of it so a video game obviously is more active book is more active hopefully you get where i'm going with that and i think that's where we have to remember it's not always going to be perfect it is a different type of media like my favorite movies a lot of them are based off books adapted from books and i a lot of times appreciate both do i like one over the other yes that happens a lot but you can enjoy both and they're both adaptations they're both representations of the source of the material in general um for example one of my favorite movies it's also one of my favorite books um fight club the fight club movie is so great brad pitt edward norton directed by david fincher just a fantastic movie the book by chuck i can't ever say his last name but chuck palanek sorry for butchering the name but fight club the book is just an amazing read if you have not read it you should read it if you haven't seen the movie you should see the movie too but the book is so well done and honestly is better than the movie but the movie's still great they can both be great kind of ranting but my overall point of all that is to say you know uncharted the movie is not as good as uncharted the video game doesn't mean it can't be good in its own right though uncharted video games the four games the stories that it told the way that it told it the way it immersed yourself in the story you can't beat it it's fantastic. 
the movie was enjoyable. It had that treasure hunting, Indiana Jones, modern day Indiana Jones type feel. And you know what? That's good in its own right. So I guess the overall point of all of this is, you know, we it's okay to appreciate all different adaptations. And it's okay to be critical of them as well. But you have to remember that there's reasons why certain adaptations work better than others. And why we have all these different medias in, you know, video games, books, movies, TV shows, podcasts. All these different ways that we can view content and hear about content and immerse ourselves in content because they're all there they all have their pluses and minuses so overall that was pretty much what I wanted to kind of talk about with that again Uncharted I recommend go seeing it definitely enjoyed it Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg are good in it the visuals are great and it's an entertaining movie and I also too want to throw it out there it wasn't super super long it was under two hours. You know what? Movies are under two hours these days. I really do appreciate because, you know, we're getting to the point where a lot of the really good movies are spanning three, four hours, and it's a lot of time to <laughs> focus for that. So I know I kind of struggle with that. But would um, encourage you to go check it out. Any of those um, movies or video games I talked about, um, feel free to let me know what you have seen. If you want to go to our Twitter, again, at besties nothing is the twitter handle um go ahead and comment um let us know what video game movies you liked or didn't like um if you saw uncharted let us know if you liked that and definitely would like to hear Welcome back to Besties Talking About Nothing, the podcast where two besties stand around and talk about nothing, which means we talk about everything. You can check us out on Twitter at Nothing Besties, or you can also do Instagram or TikTok for the dogs. Go at Capjack Attack. You can check videos and pictures for both um, the dogs on both TikTok and Instagram. So, speaking of the dogs, talk about our little story of the week for um, Mr. Captain Jack and Miss Molly. So, I came home one of the nights after closing and went to go walk the dogs, as we usually do. And we were walking down, going for a walk. They're doing their sniffing. Um, Molly's really quick at going potty. She likes to go pee really quick and then... We usually go poop pretty quick and then once go back inside, especially these days, she's usually pretty cold. Once to go back inside, so it kind of rushes with that. Where Jack is, um, he likes to stare and smell and spin in circles very slowly and do all that fun stuff. So he takes his time. So it can be a little hassle walking both of them, but we're going, moving pretty well and everything. Molly decides to go take a poop. And she um, was going over by a bush. Now, for those who do know Jack, 
Jack um, has this thing where he has to poop in bushes on plants. Um, he kind of looks like he's twerking as he's pooping. It's a really weird fascination. Um, my roommate, one of the first times that she ended up walking Jack a couple years ago, she took him out and he started doing that weird kind of twerking motion on a bush. And she took a picture and sent it to me and while well, I was at work, I believe. And was like, oh yeah, he was doing this weird thing. And I'm like, oh, did you clean up the poop? And she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, did you clean up the poop? That's what he does when he poops. And she had no idea that he was pooping while he was doing that. And he's got that weird thing with both pooping and then also with peeing. Um, I don't know why, but he likes to have it rub against him as he goes. So he was going, um, so Molly, back to the story, Molly is going poop, and she's concentrating, getting down nice and low, so she's focused on that, and Jack just goes up right next to her, sees the bush, and is like, oh, I want to go on this bush, lifts his leg up, and starts peeing right on top of her, and of course, I don't want to, like, pull her away, because she's trying to poop, and... Molly does have a tough time pooping sometimes. She likes to hold it in, so sometimes it is forcibly kind of coming out. So I didn't want to distract her too much. And then with Jack, like, he's obviously peeing, so I try to pull him away. But obviously, at, when it's all said and done, Molly's got pee all the way down her leg. Literally just had a bath a week before. So a little frustrating with that. Can't get mad at either one of them, but just kind of shows how my dogs are. Um, Jack's not always the sharpest tool in the shed and just kind of does his own thing and doesn't care if you're in the way or not. That's pretty much Jack's life. Um, he will try to walk through walls and tables, not because he knows that they're, doesn't know that they're there or anything like that, but just because he doesn't care. If you're in his way, he's just going to go through you. Another fun, um, interesting thing that happened this weekend, uh, Jack got into gummy worms. Just your good old generic gummy worms. Um, uh, people who know me, I am a gummy worm, gummy bear, any kind of gummies fiend. I just love them. They're my go-to stress evening thing. I accidentally left some in a reachable area when I went to work, and I came back and Jack ate probably about a quarter of a bag so a good amount um nothing too bad nothing horrible in it to where he was gonna like get incredibly sick anything like that but it obviously did upset his stomach so let's talk about jack when he has an upset stomach he turns into what we call jackzilla now what is jackzilla jackzilla is basically an 85-pound dog, which 80 pounds of it's pretty much his head, just starts running around, throwing bowls, throwing anything and everything, pulling couches, pulling couches and chairs while people are sitting on them, and also um, getting some energy, some of that... Um, energy out by doing the good old humping motion and when jack starts mounting people 
it's not fun. So I come home, he's sleeping, Molly greets me with her little happy dance as always, and I notice the bag on the ground, and I was like, well, this is going to be a fun night. He wakes up, they eat dinner, which now in hindsight, I probably shouldn't have fed him dinner, or at least as much as I did. He basically starts for two hours. He was running nonstop panting around the house, around the room. At one point, he tried to mount Molly, in which Molly jumped on top of him and grabbed his ear and made him get off. Um, both were fine, didn't like make any um, marks or anything, but she did kind of hurt him because he did yelp a little bit with his ear. Um, I checked that they were both good, and then Jack just started doing stuff. He tipped his water bowls over, um, chased the bowls around the house, um, kept trying to mount me, and basically just got himself so worked up for these basically two hours to where he was hyperventilating. He was basically hyperventilating himself. And then something fun started happening. He jumped up on top of the bed. And it looked like he was finally going to start calming down. He's laying down. I was watching a movie. I don't remember what was on. I think it was Olympus Was Falling with Gerard Butler. But anyways, me and Molly are just laying watching. He's laying down. It looks like he's finally going to calm down. And then he kind of made a weird noise. I didn't really recognize what the noise was. And I turned to look at my leg. Because... My pants kind of felt a little wet. And I looked down. And there is a big pile of vomit on top of my leg. On my pants, but all the way through, seeping in. Uh, mostly food bites and then some, like, mucusy kind of bile. He continued to do this about five more times. Um, one just all over my bed, another time on me. Um, this one was when I was wearing my boxers because I took the pants off and he got out of my boxers. So yeah, that was fun. All over my bed was fantastic, lovely. Um, all over the floor. The weirdest one, but kind of interesting was, and the hardest one to clean up, was he went to the living room and he went onto the couch. And he started digging on the couch because he kind of does a little dig thing when he gets ready to go lay down. And he kind of moves his legs left, right, gets a good, like, fluffy spot, and then he gets down in there. Well, he did all that, pushing the cushions up, and then instead of laying down, just decided to blow chunks all over the couch and inside the couch, under the cushions, and just everywhere. Um, I ended up throwing out... A pillow. Um, I had to wash a lot of stuff. I basically had to clean the whole couch, spray it down. Lots of fun stuff. And then a little thing about Jackzilla is it stresses poor Molly out. And when Molly gets stressed, um, she is an older dog. She's at least 10, maybe a little older. Don't know the full age. She um, tends to have issues with her bladder. 
and she'll be sleeping and she'll just end up peeing sometimes. So I have a 10 year old dog that freaks out and stresses everyone around him when he has a bellyache. And then I have another dog that gets stressed out very easily and will wet the bed when she gets stressed out. So later that night, Jack finally came out of Jackzilla. And when he gets out of Jackzilla, he actually becomes very sweet. It's almost like he doesn't really know what he did, but he knows that he's like back and he tries to be all cuddly and stuff. And we're kind of like, eh, just leave me alone right now. But we're sleeping. It's about 2 a.m. And I wake up and Molly's like laying on top of me. And my shirt was wet. And I was thinking, oh, you know what? Maybe woke up in a sweat. I didn't turn on one of my fans. Even when it gets kind of cold at night with the two dogs sleeping in the room and sometimes the cat, I I kind of get a little sweaty sometimes, get a little hot. So you had the fans going. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'm in a sweat. Well, started realizing it was in other spots as well. And it was all in this big area on the bed and it smelled like urine. So Molly peed on top of me as well. So I had twice that night had one dog vomit on me. Twice. And then I had my other dog pee on me. Needless to say, it was a very fun night. But it was all good. Um, they're both doing fine now. Um, Molly had another stress pee than Folly night. But she's been good the next couple nights after. Um kind of weird how it happens I start to worry because I think maybe it's like a bladder issue or something because I know she is an older dog and all that but she'll do it once maybe twice and then she won't do it again for a month or so um and I've started figuring out that it tends to happen when Jack does his little Jackzilla something like that so she, she tends to do it when she gets stressed so moral of the story don't let Jack turn into Jackzilla. And then Molly won't have pee issues sleeping, pee in the bed. And ultimate moral of the story, when you have dogs, sometimes you get vomited on and peed on by them. It's a way of life. But you know what? It's part of being a bulldog owner, I guess. Well, thanks again for tuning in. That wraps up another episode of Besties Talking About Nothing. Next week will hopefully be more fun. We'll have Kirsten back. But thank you for listening to me rant on and on by myself. Um, appreciate all of you guys listening. You can check us out for podcasting on any of the places you get podcasts. We're on Anchor and Spotify and Apple and Google Podcasts as well. You can find us on Twitter. Um, let us know what you thought about the show or different topics you want to have. Stuff like that. Or, heck, if you want to be a guest on the show, you can reach out to us on Twitter at Nothing Besties. Sorry, at Besties Nothing. And then you can also check us out on Instagram and TikTok. See pictures and videos of Jack and Molly at Cap Jack Attack. But thanks again for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Have a good week. (laughs) 